now being live streamed. We are live, live. Johnny and the Greg. I'm Johnny. I'm the Greg. That's the Greg. Yeah, if I got that point right, I don't know how it shows up on 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 the interwebs. Um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys could like, subscribe, share, wear a shirt that says "I listen to Johnny and the Greg every Sunday at 9. That, that would be interesting. And then tell us where you got that shirt because we don't have those. Yeah, we don't have those anywhere. So, <laughs> um, while I sit here and twiddle my thumbs, Greg is going to let you uh, know about Audible. Audible. Audible is a great place for you to get audiobooks. You know what audiobooks are, John? I don't. Listen to. I don't. They hire old professional voice people to yes. come in, like Ray Park. Like Ray Park, really? The guy who did Darth Maul? Uh, not, no, 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 no. Ray, Ray Parker, Ray Parker. the guy okay. that's Dark Side. Oh, okay, sure, yeah, he's he's a that's Ray Park, right? Before. I got that right, right? No, it, it may be Parker, unless they got the same name. Anyway, yes. my point is that you can go get books read to you. Um, and what I like about uh, Audible is that it really fits into those gaps in my day where if I'm just, if I'm doing mindless stuff on the job, like data entry or, or, you know, whatever those things that you can kind of just go through the motions for running reports. I do a lot of running of reports and I've got that down to a science click here, click here. I can have an audiobook on, I can have a podcast on and all of that is available through audible, which you can get for 30 days free on us. We partner with them. Uh, no obligation, you know, just sign up for the 30 days, whatever you get, uh, whatever you buy there book wise, you get to keep, and you can do that by going to audibletrial.com slash J A T G stands for Johnny and the Greg. Uh, so yeah, go check that out. Get yourself some, uh, some good books. You know, it's summertime. Uh, if you're driving with kids in the car, if they're, if they're little kids and they're doing the kid movie thing, and you just want to put in some earbuds and drive and listen to your own stuff, do that. Or if you, they're like my kids that they've got their own earbuds in and they're just on their phones and they don't want to talk to their parents in the car. I put on a book and just, uh, you know, listen to my own stuff. Yeah. So once again, you get 30 days uh, for freeze and you can do that at audibletrial.com slash J A T G. There you go. I have jumped onto the second novel of Jack Carr's James Reese series. So I'm reading that currently. Good for um, you. I know that upsets Greg. You're never, <laughs> we're never going to talk about the Dresden books, are we? <laughs> no, we can. We can talk about uh, the first two I've uh, I've read. The first. I'm going to start reading the third one um, so that we can get on the same same frequency when uh-huh, we uh-huh, are going uh-huh. on our little trip to Indianapolis soon. So that is, yeah. Well, it's a couple months away. So. Yeah, it's still yeah, a couple months away. What he's but, talking about is that John and I are going to Gen Con, the yes, nerd mecca never been, of gaming. Never been. Now so. we're going to, we're going to be doing some stuff there. Cause it, what's really interesting is that John has been playing dozens of dragons for about what two months, three months, maybe nah, I'd say two, not, not a long time. No. And we are going to just fully integrate him into the nerd culture. You're going to be a little shocked. And I think it's yeah. going to be some culture shock for you. I'm either going to, uh, I'm either going to fight or I'm going to flight. So one of those two are going to happen. I'm either going to run going what is this this is too much nerd overload i gotta get out of here see i thought you might have been that way for a little bit when we were doing uh um like c2e2 and comic book conventions but you integrated in just fine yeah i um i can find my niche 
and I think what might happen with this is that it'll be the initial like what the heck and then and then you'll get used to it and then I I I really feel because we're there Thursday through a Sunday yeah I'm predicting Sunday at like 10 you're gonna be like you ready to go like you, want, you, want, you want to drive home now and i'm going to be like no i i have more shopping to do more shopping um, to do or something like that because i save up my shopping usually until oh until like, sunday it's the last day in there yeah I, I i've always done that when i go to conventions for multiple days i whatever the last day is i i'm there i'll take the other days to scope out booths well, that's because you can like on. um uh talk them down right in price you, yeah there's there's some finagling to be had there um trying to get rid of it yeah like these guys they don't the more that they sell the less they have to take home so yeah. um you just try to you know you try to be like hey man i know you had this for sale you know in, in terms of games when they're expensive um you know i know you had this for sale for 80 bucks on friday what if i give you 50 now and sometimes they'll take it and some of the times they'll be like no yeah. um so it kind of depends but we'll okay. see yeah we will see i'm sure we will document uh johnny's new experience thoroughly or we'll at least talk about it so yeah um stay tuned for that today wow um we're going to talk about i think it's, it's going to be a hard conversation for me uh for one okay. subject just because i don't have a lot of background i'm actually starting to really dig in and try to figure all of this out and we'll get into that in a minute but i want to cover oh should we go heavy or should we go light go light first Okay, so for light, we're just going to, I don't know if this is even going to work for me either. Um, did you see Interceptor, the Netflix show, movie? Did not. You did not. Um, okay. I I saw like parts of it. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't get to sit down and really take in the whole thing. Okay. Um, what happened was I, I <laughs> on, on Friday, yeah. uh, I, I'm sitting, like I'm in my front room. Like where you see me now is where I work, you know, mm -hmm. five yeah to six to seven days a week yeah. um and i hear like action scenes going on in the front room and i'm like what is going on and i go and this is friday where kids are at school it's just my wife and i at home she's working in the front room and i go yeah. and i look i'm like what are you watching she's like oh this is the movie with chris hemsworth's wife i'm like no you can't watch this right now i, <laughs> I can't i need to watch this yeah. she's like oh i'm sorry i didn't know i'm like you don't listen to my podcast then do you yeah <laughs> because we've had the author on and the director and yeah um, yeah and then crazy weekend and just was not able to to squeeze it in i understand um, i understand caught up caught up on other stuff kenobi what'd you catch up on kenobi and stranger things by i mean that's those are, those are like family you're all done with stranger things yes we we've completed volume okay one we four. just finished we just finished episode three and um i i will say this i'm not going to talk sure, about it in course. depth or anything but like there is like the generation that my kids belong to yes do not watch tv the same way that you and i were brought up to where interesting was, break this down yeah. it was literally like you, you watch you watch an episode you wait seven days until the next oh, okay episode. okay so there's that there's the binge piece of it which but then like when the season ended like around this time of year when seasons end yeah you know that you got to go all summer before yep. you can, you know, Buffy closed the hell mouth. You don't know what happened next until like August or September or yeah. whenever the show came back, sometimes October. Yes. And, 
And that's just what it is. And yeah. you accepted that as fact. Yes. My kids lost their shit. <laughs> when, oh, when, really? Oh, yeah. Like, like the okay. next. I have no idea how it ends, but I right. can imagine it ends on a cliffhanger, pretty, as yeah, you can imagine. Yeah. But it closes and like it, next month, we, we have to wait less than 30 days to get the next volume. Oh, My daughter nothing. was freaking out. She's like, no, this is bullshit. Like, yeah that settled out <laughs> that's coming into uh that's a thing now we're yeah we're raising a generation to now right now yeah, yeah. i don't want to wait and i think our entire lives were waiting great america you wait for three hours to go on sure. 15 seconds it's uh yep. everything um everything and you're right tv is like i don't know you you kind of you had that moment then you talked about that that show at the end like what what happened with the helm out uh, you know mm -hmm. with buffy what's going to happen and then you forget about it because the summer's here baby and yeah you're in, you're involved in summer activities and listening for the ice cream man and you know uh but yeah you're right kids um they, they it's just different don't now no they don't yeah. know how to wait for the next season yeah and or the next episode we have to they, wait they seven get, days well, yeah, that's the other thing. Some shows you can binge in like a day or two. Yeah. And then what? You wait a year. And if it's a Netflix show, you might be waiting a really long time yep. or indefinitely. Or yeah, I mean, or never. Yeah. 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 You might get two seasons of a show and they're like, we canceled it. And you're like, whoa. But it yeah. was so good. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, but now that might not even cancel it. Like even if they cancel it, if there's enough of a a of fan a base it'll get picked yeah. up somewhere else. I was talking yeah. to I was talking about that with a guy today. Uh the Orville, which is yes. a show on Hulu, uh produced by Seth McFarland. And everybody thought it was like, you know, family guy, American dad. It's going to be Seth McFarland yeah. making a Star Trek-ish show, but more comedy. And it is not. Does it have some comedy elements? Sure. Especially in those first couple episodes. Yeah. Uh-uh, man. It is, it is this. Well, I don't want to say this generation Star Trek. Because Star Trek is rocking right now. If you're not watching any Star Trek, you are missing out because it is fantastic. But what McFarland did is the original Star Trek series mm -hmm. dealt with so many social issues of the time okay. that it was, you know, the first interracial kiss kiss on television. Television. Yes, was Lahore. Yeah, Lahore. Right? and Captain Kirk. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, that, groundbreaking stuff, and. McFarland which is funny was, if you think of it now that was groundbreaking it, it yeah. was groundbreaking yeah. within my parents lifetimes for sure yes. um and now mcfarland's like he's taking like gender fluidity and and um just different types of concepts that society is struggling with in general i mean it, right. it's not all just gender stuff but it's everything right and making a show about it and interesting i didn't know that yes it is it is good science fiction it, it's good science okay. fiction and it's good social commentary awesome um, i'll have with, to check it out actually you should you really yeah. should i haven't i haven't watched but that it. show the reason i talk about that show yeah is that it started on fox got canceled uh went somewhere or fox maybe picked it up again or something like that got canceled again and then has found new life on hulu and they just launched season three this weekend yeah i think we're in there are so many streaming services out there and there's so many people that not only is it hard to know what's on for everything mm -hmm. but it's um 
I like it because it's opened a brave new world in terms, and especially in terms of taking something from a book. And now you can break it down into an eight episode instead of a two hour thing. I know I talked yeah. about a little about this last time, but that's something I like is that they're taking chances now in TV that they've never, never. took before. And the quality is there. Yes, that's the other absolutely. Thing, is that it used to be like if you were a film actor, you're like, I don't do television. Right. Because it was a, it was almost seen as a lesser art form. Yeah. And that's just not the case anymore. Right. Yeah. That's um, that's funny because we were watching a lot this whole weekend we were trying to catch up. So what we do is we'd watch, it's really hard. I'm still at that stage and you completely understand this where we have to watch friendly television until Gwen falls asleep, which is really tough. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a little mind numbing for us. And we're just kind of like, uh, and so, and even now, where in the upper Midwest, it doesn't get dark to eight thirty, right? Yeah, nine o'clock. And exactly. you know, I'm sure her bedtime is seven ish, seven to eight, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you're going to bed, and she's like, the sun is up. Yeah. You're nuts. I'm not going to sleep. Yeah. And you're having that doing. fight. Yeah. So she watched. She loves Jurassic World. Okay. Okay. So she loves Jurassic World, and she loves Fallen Kingdom. So we we're watching those two. Because I'm trying to gauge, okay, do I take her to, you know, the, the next one that's coming out of the theater or do I just kind of hang back and wait? I'm not sure yet. I'm probably going to hang back and wait because I don't think she can sit there that long. Um, because she, yeah. when there's an exciting moment, she'll always turn to me and say something. Like you should, you should wait in my yeah, opinion. I'm, I'm thinking um, I should too. For that reason. But the, the only reason is that that's not a movie you go into. Not knowing what's there. Not knowing what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Because. If Owen Grady loses a leg at the end of the film, yes, be traumatizing for her. It might be traumatizing for me. I'm a fan (laughs) of Owen Grady. Um, uh, so she loves blue, right? Okay, and so she's telling me, um, I don't know how we got in the discussion, but it doesn't matter. Keep going. Yeah, we're trying to tell her (laughs) the dinosaurs aren't real, and she's going, "Yeah, they are." She's literally pointing the right there. Yeah, I'm like, "No, no, no, no." She goes, "Well, Daddy." is he real? And she's talking to, about Owen. I'm like, yeah. yes, he's real. And she goes, well, then dinosaurs are real. I'm like, no, honey, this is make-believe. You and then, sh- yeah. And what finally clicked in her head, I said, Gwen, do you know when you and I pretend to play? She goes, uh-huh. I go, well, they're just playing with a lot more money. <laughs> and she goes, a lot more money. Like I said, they can afford stuffed animals that look real yeah and she's like oh so it's not real i'm like yeah no it's not she's like i don't know if she'd understand it yet but when you show her the jurassic world the first one yes uh jurassic park no okay jurassic Jurassic world World. where owen grady's doing his hands out yes and you see three guys in green suits with the like the like a helmet of a raptor and they're they got their arms up and they're oh really oh yeah you can find that oh great i should show her that you can find and they're in the green suits and it looks ridiculous oh my gosh yes i'm sure <laughs> because you know what's funny today she's running around acting like a raptor yeah she's blue my, my and she keeps saying to me she keeps saying to me um dad do do this do this and i'm like oh you want me to you want me to be owen and you want to be blue? do i you want me to stop you from eating me? Okay. Yeah, right. Right. So 
that was interesting because after a while she just she wants to keep going like 20 mm-hmm. minutes and i'm like okay i've i've acted this out i've given you my yep. best takes yep. you, not, today. Yeah. not today not <laughs> today it's not happening then anywho down francis ford coppola we're not doing it today yeah anywho um interceptor i'll tell you what i think now yeah, yeah anybody who knows me or is listening to this show this is my favorite author. This is one of my favorite authors. Absolutely. I love this guy. And I've gotten this, I've been lucky enough and he's been nice enough to jump on here twice and yep. talk about uh, whatever we want to talk about. He's been really gracious about that. So going into this movie, I absolutely knew it was his first time. Um, when I saw the trailer, first time director, first time yeah. writer. when yep. I saw the trailer, I absolutely wasn't like thrilled because okay. I just saw it and I thought, okay. This seems a little now. Now, Matthew Riley has, if you've spent any time with him or or has seen the back his uh, background when we're talking to him, he is an '80s kid. He no, grew up yeah. in the '80s. That's where action started, just like you and I. And so this is very. This movie's very '80s. There's a lot of and that's action action cliches. Yep. Yes, that is the niche. I think you need to put it in. Yes. And I think if you can do that as a film viewer, if yes. you can, if you can start to categorize your mind into certain genres, right. As you're going in, yes. it, the enjoyment of the movie can change. Yep. So you're right. When I watch this film and, and I'm, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to, and if anybody's watching it with me, I will tell them that they need to do this. You need to move your headspace back to the late eighties. Yes. And that is the kind of movie that you're going to be looking at. Correct. Is, is that late eighties, you know, kind of just post die hard, yep. you know, post predator. Like this that's, is very much, that's is what very you much can expect. Die hard on almost an oil rig <clears throat> mm-hmm. is what this is. So um, to that credit, uh, first off, he was absolutely correct with the bad guy, bad guy, knocked it out of the park. He was mm-hmm. awesome. I had a good time with him. Um, the rest of the movie, again, it's an 80s movie. It's, it's very 80s movie. I think it's number one in, on Netflix right now. I think. Currently, yeah. 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 So um, I, I walked away disappointed because, again, I, I guess you could say I'm, I'm, I was looking at it as John Wick. Okay, so you were expecting. So I was expecting different. now, and yeah, that level of or that yes. type. And of so action. when that I walked away type. from it, because it had a a lot of eighties cliche in terms of dialogue, you know okay. that that moment where like you're about to beat the bad guy, and then you got to say that tagline, and then you got to get it in there. Yep. Yeah. Right. It had those moments, so that made me go, like, what the what's going on? But I then, but then, yeah. I thought back and I'm like, oh, you know what? That's that's what it is. It's an 80s movie. Yeah. So if you you're right, if you look at it through that prism, it's it's a solid, it's a solid action yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. So um I couldn't he the one thing that worried me when he was talking to me was he said that when we're doing the gunshots, we had we added in the flashes. Sure. Yeah, because that uh, worried uh, me. Yeah, did it work out? Can't tell. Yeah, can't tell. Great. Can't um, tell. And that's going to be a big deal moving moving forward because forward. even like Dwayne Johnson, he's like, we're no longer going to be doing live rounds on any of my films. It and makes that's a sense. big deal. Well, yes. it does. Um, the tragedy with the Alec Baldwin film, and we were mm-hmm. just talking about this the other day. Yep. 
you know, that Western that he did. And we were talking about it. We're actually, uh, one of the shows we're watching right now is uh, The Order, or I'm sorry, The Offer uh, on on Prime. And it's all okay. about the making of The Godfather. And it, oh. it is fascinating. Is it? Uh, it's really yeah. good. I really really well acted, really well produced. And really the story that. is great. Yeah. Um, so, like, there is some mafia interaction in how they had to make this film. Um, but then at one point, like the, the producers, uh, or I'm sorry, the studio, which is paramount, um, wants to shut down the, the, the production. Like, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but the, the movie is halted. Like they're on their right. first week of shooting and something happened. Oh no, I'm sorry. They don't want to shut it down. They want to move forward without their producer, without Alan Ruddy. Okay. The guy that produced the film. Um, but Alan had made so many inroads with different people including the mafia and so they're shooting in new york and then all of a sudden it's like they have a walkout and it's like what do you mean there's a walkout well most of the film industry and especially if it's a big film it's all controlled by the unions, unions. yeah you've got the i mean it's not just the actors and the writers union like all the electricians all the carpenters all the yep. everybody yes. everything there's a part of the union well at that time who's in bed with the unions yep is the mafia yeah and and so the reason i talked about that is because um you know these big union projects the 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 movie that alec baldwin did was not a union project which is why they had a weapons master um or, or an armor as they call her that was this was her second job and she had next to no training you know that and that's that's documented like they've interviewed they're like so like how much training did you have she's like training oh i just kind of applied for this job and they don't keep track of the guns <sighs> and check on i mean so yeah there were a lot of things yeah. in there where you're going there's like if that was a union shoot maybe that wouldn't happen correct yeah. but but now people aren't even taking chances they're like no we'll still keep track of the guns and and yeah you know how to use them they got to be able to slide in and out in it but everything's going to be a fake gun and there's not going to be any real shots okay uh, on a you, lot of films anymore do you remember that gentleman um do you remember the show in the 80s show travelers young kid was a genius and with history and there was a time traveler that like fell in his room and he lost his uh history book but he brought the kid with him and the uh, kid became almost this time traveling guy with him no, uh, I don't remember. It's, I, remember I believe sliders, it's called. But that's, no, no, it's called mean, Travelers. I believe it's called Travelers, and it was about this guy and this kid time traveling, fixing wrongs. You know where there's, you know, things like that. Do you remember? Is it coming up? I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking for it. Travelers. There's one from 2016. No, that's um, not it. It's an. It was an 80s one. It might not even be Travelers to be honest. But anyway, the guy was a. The guy was an 80s. Um, he was an 80s star, TV star, big star. He was he was just hitting his prime with this show. Okay. And he filmed one of those. Remember those ABC, NBC Sunday night movies? Sure. Okay. He was in one of them, and there was a scene where he gets shot, and they were using blanks. And that time, they didn't use blanks. I don't know how that happened, but he ended up dying from a gunshot wound during set. So really? it happened all, yeah, happened back in the 80s. I well, think his name- that's what happened to Brandon Lee on the set of the crow. Yes, I was just going to bring him up as well. So there's been some people that have been taken from us over silliness, really. I mean, it, yeah, 
just tragic, mistakes. tragic, yeah, tragic mistakes. Voyagers. That was it. Voyagers. You see the kid with the curly hair? Small. Oh, I, I'm getting. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. His name was like his. His name was like Phineas Bog in the show or something like that. That is exactly his name. Is Phineas Phineas Bog. Bog. I got it. Phineas uh, John Eric Exum. Yeah, it's Phineas Bog. Yeah, we did twenty episodes. Let's look him up here. It was great. If you can, can you throw it up? Yeah, uh, okay. I can. Yeah, share it. Yeah, let me, let me get there. Let me get there. Screen for you, eighties people. If you guys okay. remember this show, comment. There we go. So for those of you that are listening to this audio wise, uh, he went to IMDb. It is Voyagers. This is John Eric Hexum. That's right. The this is the guy. Inflicted gunshot wound. Yeah. They don't go into. I mean, I mean, it could have been an accident. Yeah, he was testing a blank from what I understood. Okay. That's what happened. He was testing a blank because I remember that he was in a he was in uh, the making of a male model. I think is what it was. And oh no, it was cover up. I think. Uh, but anyway, he was starting so to take he, off. Here it is. He became bored with extensive delays and jokingly put a prop forty four Magnum revolver to his temple and pulled the trigger. <gasps> the gun fired and the wadding, which is the same thing that got Brandon, Brandon Lee from the blank cartridge shattered his skull. Whereupon the mortally injured Exum was rushed to the ambulance to Beverly Hills Medical Center to undergo extensive surgery. Despite five hours of work, chief surgeon, blah, 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 blah described his brain as life ending. His oh, my God. Life ending. One week later, he's taking off light support. That's terrible, man. That is horrendous. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I remember that show and I loved that show, but. He had a little compass that helped you, uh, that helped you time travel. Yeah. I, just, I just remember that. I loved it. But he he was supposed to be a uh, professional time traveler that was writing wrongs. He lost the book that was supposed to tell him this is the date. This is what you got to fix. And the kid was a genius in history, and the kid ended up becoming his book in a way. Huh. Okay. Anyway, anyway. So I guess we that I guess let's just transition. We're already here. We're talking about guns. We're we are talking about, talking about guns. Yep. Um, we were supposed to talk about it kind of last week, but the hour got away from us. Time, kids. It is very sensitive topic time. Um, and the reason I say I want to kind of talk about it this week is because I actually registered for my void card this weekend. What's a void v- card? V O I D card, firearm, uh, firearm identification card. Oh. Yeah, so okay. I'm in the I'm in I guess you could say the steps of getting a gun. So I'm I'm very um I'm really digging into research and, and sure. um trying to figure out the right way. I think I'm going to take a tactical course and how to yep. do that. You Not should. just to be like Keanu Reeves and be cool and shit, but no, I want to know no, how it, to actually handle this with confidence and so there, I I yeah. think I fired a gun like four times and three You're going to rifles. Be- Yep, you're gonna to want to make it a hobby. If you're getting a handgun, yeah. you want to put many, many rounds through that thing. I so figured that you it gets to be second nature for you. Yeah. So uh Ursula and I are, are both we both I sat down and we talked about it because now we have a very young child in the house and we talked about it and she's like, Yeah, I think we should. And I think uh so me and her are both gonna take classes, so we both mm-hmm. can use it. So and you and Ursula, neither one of you have had any kind of combat training you know oh, of, of any kind and you don't have any other weapons in the house other than something that you're just going to pick up and make a weapon i have knives 
do you have like actual combat knives or do you just have like kitchen knives i have buck buck knives so okay okay yeah. the utility kind you of know stuff. the little one yeah. you fold out yeah um, sure yeah i have uh i have that i bought today because i i just want i've always wanted one i bought a tactical tomahawk yeah like what you got one of these on you I, I carry one of these pretty much at all times i don't carry that one i don't have it on me now but i have oh, so i have a gerber i'll show you i'll oh, yeah. show you tomorrow yep. what i have but i have a gerber that has a hole in it so you can flip it open mm -hmm. i was using it today actually I but that. um yeah these are fun just these spring-loaded ones those are a good time wow you have a spring i thought that's illegal sir i not what i can i've got my cc card you can carry oh okay so i also have a class do you do you carry any of that walking to a grocery store now um not this one because it kind of looks funny but i always carry like the utility knife i carry on me pretty often me too i rare i mean i've got my concealed carry um, yeah i rarely do i carry my gun i mean what what kind of gun do you have what kind I've, of got fire? I've got a clock, a clock. For you. Yep. can krista operate that as well as you type thing she has before but uh -huh. i in an emergency situation i don't think i would trust her to to do okay. it we did the thing about it is um one i, I bought a 40 which uh, i kind of regret because sometimes those are harder to find than like a nine millimeter um in terms of of the in terms of ammo yep okay yep. ammo is really tough for me to find um and pricey uh so i haven't put any rounds through it in a while and i need to get back to that just to get back to that um, just out of curiosity how much does ammo cost it kind of depends okay. for like a nine millimeter uh, i don't know i mean you don't know okay i i really don't anymore it's been so long since i bought a box yeah um, i don't want to quote if anybody is on the call that would Knows. know and we got through we got a couple of years right now yeah. one of my might, might know but um but that's something you got to take in consideration i mean yeah if if I mean, I've, I have ammunition now, but it's currently like in reserve for, you know, if I need yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I also keep, I keep hand to hand weapons at the door. I keep a screen of sticks, which I'm trained in. Right. Um, I keep those by my desk, by my bed, at every door of the house. So anyway, yeah. uh, when it comes to, yeah, the, the concealed carry, I'm, I'm not comfortable doing it yet. And I know a lot of I know a lot of people that do, and some people that do. I'm like, awesome, man! You're, you know, former Marine Corps sniper. Absolutely, I feel yes. like no problem with that guy carrying. By the way, I was once told, and I was once told very like sternly, there's no such thing as a former Marine. No, no, no. There's no such thing as an ex-Marine. Oh, you're right. Okay. No. Can you say for like same, former Marine? Like the same yeah. Thing? No. No, that's the. I've been told they're cool okay. with former Marine. They're cool they're with cool. former. They're not cool with ex Marine. Okay, they're still Marine. Uh, right. Michael he, Brady, if you're listening, I'm uh, I'm talking about you. You're, he's the in, one, buddy. That, he's uh, the one that gave me a hard time about it. Um, because or he's the one that like firmly set me straight on that. So because this guy was a Marine Corps sniper, mm -hmm. and he's not anymore. So he's a former Marine Corps sniper. He's not an ex Marine Corps sniper. Okay. Yeah, um, I see that. Okay. So. I have no problem with that guy. I mean, he's like absolutely no problem. Of course, unless um, there's like PTSD problems. No, no. And, yeah. and the idea is like, you know, and he's on the, uh, a security team with me. I'm like, 
sure, no problem. I'm much more comfortable carrying a collapsible baton because I know how to use that. He's like, yeah. that's that's the way it should be. Like, you should carry what you feel You're comfortable, comfortable with. Yeah. And I mean, the only time I really, really carry my CC card on me in, in a gun is like if I'm traveling, like by car. Okay. Um, so if we're driving long distances, staying in hotels, stuff like that, I'll, I'll keep it on me. Is that is that is that going to happen soon? Like, uh, no. Okay. Um, but like when on our trip to Indiana, yeah. Okay, oh, that's what I'll, I meant. Yeah, I just didn't know. I just didn't want to say it live. No, I, no okay. I, like I'll take it with me. But I have another trip coming up next week where I'm going on a plane. Oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not <laughs> a marshal. Can't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Um. But yeah, like when when we're driving, you know, across multiple state lines and staying in strange places and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Because we're going with a group of like eight guys. I won't be the only one. Okay. There's gonna there's there's at least two other guys there that are in law enforcement that'll be there. So really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. Cool. And they're great guys, but I mean, I'm like, no, I'll I'll have them. But yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so I, I'm in the process of uh as soon as I get that card, it says it takes about 30 to 60 days, depending on mm, when get, they well, get it. Because they'll put you background, background check and I can whole deal. All that stuff. And then I'll probably head over and uh I'll probably uh there is a tactical uh tactical training place pretty close to us. So I've already uh like looked that up. I don't know, like other than Bass Pro Shop, I can't think of a place to buy a gun. Where would you do that? There's plenty of. Dealers. Is there? Oh, sure. You can look up arms and armaments and things like and that. And sure they're just they just have stores. Okay. Yeah. Well, and the other you know, hate to say, it, but pawn shops. I mean, people pawn guns all the time. Um, yeah. Well, how, what what kind of what kind of crap you got to go through? Like, it's for my I understanding. Guess, I, I've only ever bought from. Uh, uh, Cabela's. So, okay. well, there's a Cabela's by me too. So, yeah, I yeah, guess Cabela's. I, um, I know the Fleet Farm by me has a great selection. Really, really? Um, yeah, pretty good. Uh, and it, it all depends on what you're looking for. You go to Cabela's gun section, and it is massive. I mean, they're gonna have more than you really like. You're gonna go in there, but <laughs> but, the, but the guys there know exactly what they're talking about. So if you that's say, important, yeah, this is what I'm getting it for. I can. My brother's in law enforcement, so I consulted with him a lot. Um, you know, do I get a, a six hour? Do I get do I get a, a Glock? Do I get a, um, a Smith and Wesson? Was that, Did you was say that a six Sawyer? Yeah, was, that's I, the one I'm looking at. Looking to say, um, that I mean, those are good. Yeah, we I went for the Glock um, because uh, they 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 don't jam. They they work every time. I mean, there's never. The only time I've ever heard of a Glock misfiring is user error. Okay. The guy, the guy put in, uh, oh, he was shooting what's called a reload, which is, it's not a manufactured bullet. Somebody actually took the shell and reloaded it. And it, it's a way to get cheaper ammo because oh. it's been shot already. Yeah. Um, and this guy put, had, he did his own reloads and he had too much powder in there. And when it ignited, it blew up the barrel. Now he was fine. His yeah. gun was absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Um, but that just to me says they don't jam, they don't misfire, they don't. So like the only error you're really gonna error you're going to get is user error. Yeah. And so 
don't want to okay. about yourself. But I, I like your idea of getting going through the course. Um, there's a place up by me. It's actually yeah. more Madison area, but um, they used to be a Gander Mountain. I don't know what they are now, okay. but they have. So like one side is live fire, uh-huh. where, you, know, you know, put the headphones on and you're going to shoot live. Right. The other side, they have mock guns where they take CO2 tanks and they you get the same amount of kick that you would shooting the gun. And then it but uses, all, all that's coming out is air. All that's coming out is, is there's a, a air coming out from somewhere, but then there's a laser sight. And so you can still shoot target, but there's no live fire. Uh, and I had a buddy of mine went through for, with his bachelor party yeah. and they did like training. Like it was it's home invasion training. Yes. Grab a shotgun, grab a handgun. We're going to take you through. And at first it was, you know, it was a bachelor party. So they were like going through and just like blowing holes in the wall or whatever. Right. And the instructor came out. He's like, I understand this is a bachelor party. You guys are having a good time. We take this in a serious kind of way. So, it, which it should be. It should be. And absolutely. absolutely. So yeah. they, they, he's like, and, and either like, no one's been drinking yet. I mean, they're all, but they're all yeah. just trying to have a good time. Of course. So save that for later or we end it now. It, it, you know, and we'll refund you no hard feelings or anything like that, but you guys need to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, and so then after that, like when you've got it, according to them, when, if it's a home invasion, something like that, like if you're coming down your stairs yeah. and you've got a gun in your hand and you think there's somebody in your house, you have to be shouting to them. I'm coming down my stairs and I have a gun. I will shoot you. Like, you oh really? To, I didn't yeah, know that. You need to, you know. So there's no there's no sneaking up like they do in the movies type. No, crap. that's okay. their training. Now I don't know if Illinois has a castle law. I know Wisconsin does. What's a um, castle law? Castle law is that you get to protect your your home, your castle, mm-hmm. from anybody that intends to do you, your family, or your property harm. So if someone's in your house and you think that they are going to, you know, hurt you and your family, and you shoot them, you're protected. Uh, now that threshold ends at your doorstep. So if they're running out of your house, you don't get to shoot them. And that's where a lot of people get that, uh, wrong. And this is me talking with law enforcement and clarifying these things. Like if the guy's trying to flee your house and he's out on your front stairs uh, on those steps, don't shoot him. Okay. It says in Illinois, you can reasonably force to defend yourself or someone else or to defend your home or other property. Yeah, that's It's that so, reasonable part that they make. Yeah. What should you do if someone is attacking your house? It says, obviously you call the police, but yeah. uh, if someone does break in while you are home, you should immediately retreat, call the police. If possible, not control the intruder. If you do choose to use a weapon on the intruder, you can find yourself on the wrong side of the law. Yeah. Okay. That makes mm-hmm. sense. So, yeah, uh, we, I've, I've, I've just been getting this overwhelming feeling that I need to protect my family. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's coming from. It's, to be honest, um, I do. I mean, yeah, I'm. It, yes, there is this world out. The world's not getting safer. It's just not. Mm-hmm. The, the days of hey, go out and come back when the night, when the you know the lights are, you know, come back when it's dark. I feel like those days are kind of over. Oh yeah, and, and and it's weird. I mean, I I was having a conversation with a guy this week, um, on social media through our mm-hmm. website, and and it was really back and forth. And, and it's the idea, and 
I think you and I are probably in agreement, and I want people to understand this, is that there are people out there like us totally agree with the Second Amendment. Like we believe Absolutely. that the Second Amendment should stand. It should not be struck down. Um, as Americans, it is our right to own firearms. Yes. I believe that. Um, now, when I say that should someone be able on the same day go buy an assault rifle, you know, or a couple on the same day and then walk out of the store. No, I don't believe that. I, I yeah, that, there has that, to be, that has been the recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, for at least a couple times. I mean, especially with these last two with, with Buffalo and, and then down in Texas at uh, Uville, you know, they got their hands purchased, right. and, you know, assault rifles or assault style rifles, whatever you want to call it. Um, guns. They bought guns while they were in a negative mindset. Now, I don't know about the mindset for the Uville shooter. They're still looking at that. The other guy, I don't think it's mental illness. He's a white supremacist. You know, yeah. he, that's he's an evil person. That's not, that's not mental illness, <laughs> um, which is I know a lot of people want to talk about that and say it's not the gun's fault, it's the mental illness fault. But if that guy didn't have access to those weapons, would he have still gone in? Yes, I believe he would have because he's an evil person. He would have found some other way to do it. But it's a lot harder to, I think, get that many people with a car or with a, a, a shorter clip or um, even if it's stabbing. A knife, know? yeah, or, or something. Um, yeah, I, I think we we talked about this a very long time ago we where we I said something along the lines of, like, it needs, like, why why can't it, why, why don't we treat it like, and maybe I, I'm going to admit this is not my strong suit. I don't, I don't know enough to take a hard stand on anything, but uh, I am, I do believe that we, we do have the right to have a firearm. I just believe we need sure. to, we need to uh, the, whatever's going on now, we need to figure out a better way. I'm not saying take it away by any stretch of the imagination, but I am saying we need to go take a tactical course and you every, maybe every, just like your driver's license, whatever we have to go through with our driver's license, we should go through the same thing. Maybe there should be firearm insurance. I don't know. I, um, uh, or yeah, I agree. I I think especially when you're getting into the driver's license kind of thing. And this was the point I was making, uh, with the gentleman on, on our, uh, website too, is like, Hey, you know, go take a test to, we do that to be able to drive. We make you take right. a class. Right. And then we make you take a test. Mm-hmm. Actually, some places don't even make you take a test more, but in this case, I think you should have to take a test. Yes. And you know, go through a course. The, there's the background checks. There's the, you know, I think there's gotta be in other countries they do, excuse me, they do like a, a psychological profile on you, um, which you know what, for some jobs, that you get, or even just to apply for some jobs, they make you go through a psychological You're right. profile yep. and yeah, go through those things to, uh-huh. to be able to legally own a gun. Are there going to be criminals out there that constantly get their hands on firearms? Yes, yep. they will. But I think if we can decrease and not even decrease, I think if we put some more checks and balances in there for people to get mm-hmm. legal firearms, that that's going to decrease the amount of illegal firearms because a lot of those firearms were purchased legally at some point. 
right. and then they were stolen or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm in terms, I, I'm in favor of those type of practices because we're not the only country that allows the citizenry to, to own guns. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Matt. Go ahead. I was going to ask you on that. Do, are, are we the only country that is having this legitimate problem where like an 18 year old yeah. walking into a mall and just going to town or, or like they're going into schools? Right. What I'm saying I, is, are we, I'm sure it happens it, everywhere. It, it does happen in other countries. There are right. shootings, there are stabbings. And, and for a while in Britain, there was an issue of people throwing acid at random people going Shit. by i mean i mean yeah i mean it, it, other countries have problems kind of violent issues yes but when you look at the statistics of like it is a pretty uniquely american issue um and i mean we're like shootings this year I, I, the last statistic i saw i think it was 588 and this was a couple weeks ago um 588, what they considered mass shootings, which I think are victims of four or more, uh, is the the last standard I saw. Okay. So 588 mass shootings in America this year. Um, other countries, it's either zero or like one or two. And so when you're looking at that big of a gap, yeah, it's, it's kind of a uniquely American issue. Yeah. Um, this weekend alone, there were there were a couple that I saw headlines for. Yeah. Uh, two and, people were found actually dead from gunshot wounds uh, at, in the town next to me. They were found on the oh, road really? this morning. Yeah. Uh, uh, a woman and a man. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you got to think that yeah, you know, I, the gun violence is, it's not a unique American problem, but it is a huge American problem. Do that, you, do you, do you have an idea or a theory as to why? Not that you're going to solve it or not that we're going to solve it today. I'm just saying, do you, just does Greg have an maybe an idea or why? Or is it I, not? I think it's guns because they're available. Okay. And, 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 and they're readily available. And those um, pe what you're saying is those people are going to act out and. They might act out anyway. Like yeah. I can't say for sure. That I mean, if there's 588 acts of gun violence so far this year, would out of those 588, if we had gun laws like Australia or the UK or Japan, which make it kind of there's more hoops to jump through. I don't mm -hmm. want to say make it difficult because a lot of these hoops, like if you want it, if you want it, you want it, go get it. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's more checks and balances for you to do. Right. And they're not infringing on your rights. You still have the right to own one. Right. These are just the things you need to do to get one. Right. Um, and out of that 588, does, does, is gun violence still like, is it at 250 and then the rest are stabbings or the rest are beatings or the rest are other things? I don't think so. I, I mean, it's hard to say that. I mean, this is just me um, kind of theorizing. Yeah. Uh, but I think if you added some of those more intense checks and balances, that there that we would there'd see be it. less um now the other part of this argument is uh do you like the type of gun um now again I've, I've shot numerous types of guns uh i had an offer once to shoot a 50 cal that i wasn't able to capitalize on and i kind of regret that um because they're fun i mean it's if you're doing it as a sport it's fun um 
But I know a guy that owns six or seven AR-15s. That seems a bit much to me. <laughs> What's an AR-15? The, the, never... That's the, that's the uh, one of the, the more 50 popular. Cal? No, 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 no. It's not a fit. Yeah. ARs are the more popular rifle, style right? Guns. Rifle. Yeah, it's a rifle. Um, I just I just typed in AR-15 rifle. It says Dad surrenders AR-15 to police after Texas school shooting i want to say for future okay so i just a gentleman did that but i i pulled this up to yeah the, oh he has like seven of these things yeah he's got Ooh. quite a few okay. and and they're not cheap uh no and i've i've shot one of them and yeah it was it was a good time yeah. you know you plug it plug off rounds pretty quickly um but like i'd one i wouldn't use it for hunting i would it would no. just be for, i wouldn't think for, so it would be for sport. Um, it, nothing in this country, well, as a citizen, you're not supposed to own a full auto, and I've never shot a full auto. Um, I mean, a full auto is just duh, 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 yeah, just right? hold on yeah. the trigger and it goes. Everything it just is goes. everything is just one pull, one shot. So, okay. Um, and at the same time, I don't need to. Now the you know the argument of what if the government breaks down, and we need to defend ourselves against a militia or you need to form a militia or something like that. Yep. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I know that that seems less likely than the next school shooting. True that. So, um, yeah. And guys, look, we're not saying, Hey, listen to us because we know what we're doing. Um, we're just talking about this right now. And so, uh, Greg and I think it's important enough to discuss it. Um, what do you guys think? You know, we're not here to debate you, by the way. So yeah, if there's if a couple you, of you on here, that, you yeah. know, let us know. What if your if you guys, are. if you guys want to fight, we're not here to do that. We're just, we're just talking about it. So yeah. um, let us know. And the, the thing about this is that it's one of those really charged. Yeah. Charged things where people get really angry about it. And I'm not angry at anybody uh, about their opinion one way or the other. If you're, right. if you are a full on, nope, I want to be able to buy a gun when I want it same day, but fine, man. I mean, that's your opinion. I mean, the, the only way that you're going to, anybody is going to change this issue is if they vote for the people that are going to change the issues. Right. Um, you know, no, no amount of podcast or banter or, or back and forth through a chat window or anything like that is going to change anything. The only way that you're going to be able to do this is if you get out and vote for the people that you believe are going to move the needle in your direction. Um, And that is usually a lot more research than some people are willing to put into who they vote for. Yeah, Because they're they're just going along a a party line. And I have never voted all across a party line in general. Like I research everybody I do. Yeah, you really do. You really do a good job at that. And multiple you, sources way, way better than me you've got it you have to i i think i don't know and we've talked about term limits we've talked about how i hate the idea of a career politician right um every i think every position should have a term limit and like everything yeah. and uh i think to really enforce that you got to be willing to do do your due diligence as a citizen and uh and be able to check that out so yeah. Um, so yeah. I, we, we got one person on here and it's cousin clay. Uh, thanks for chiming in clay. appreciate it. Uh, it says the first step should be, if you want to have a gun, you have to take a safety class or a hunter safety class. And I agree with that. Like I that do. I be, do too. I do too. Um, 
some sort no, of class, just something the, that that right. Yeah. So the one the one issue I have with that, and this is I think I don't know if it's unique to the state I live in, but it's during, it's definitely it counts for the state I live in. I took my hunter safety class when I was 12, 13, I think. Somewhere along the way, I was I was a kid. I was a middle school kid. Right. And now I've hunted, you know, not every year by any means. Um, but when I went in to get my CC license, my concealed carry license, they went, you took hunter safety? Yes, sir, I did. Great. It counts. And I'm like. Oh, they didn't even check? Oh, no, they check. They oh, check. okay. I, okay. I had to, oh, yes, I had to turn in the paperwork. I needed to have the year that I got it in. They had, and they've got that all in their database anyway. So they had to look all that up. But what that means is that somebody who had taken a hunter safety course when they were 12 or 13 or whenever they took it. And they're at, like at, my age and now they get a gun. So like you could have taken yeah. it at that age. Yeah. Not been around guns since then. Yeah. And it still and counts. And now you're in your mid forties and that counts. And that's where I go. Really shouldn't. Right. Like I, I saw, and, and I was, I was one of these people. Like I hadn't picked up a gun in a long time. Uh, luckily I'm very appreciative that my brother who will still sock me in the arm if I do something wrong. And I did something wrong. I, I, I literally, I put my finger right on the trigger. He's like slapping me. Get your finger off the trigger. I'm like, what did it? And it totally did because I've spent more years playing video game guns than I did on an actual handgun. And yeah. I put my finger right on that trigger. Wasn't loaded or anything like that, but he's like, what? No, no. And he, you know, I had to retrain my brain yeah. to, you know, someone hands you a gun if the action's not open, you don't put your hands on it. When you and say then, the action is not open, what does that mean? You, got, you hit the slide. Like if someone, like yeah. if I want like if you came over yeah. and said, Hey dude, can I see some of your guns? Yes. Either my, either my hunting material or, or my handgun. If I try to hand it, if I just pull it out of a case and be like here and try to hand it to you, you shouldn't grab it. <laughs> okay. You should, you should make sure you like take the clip out, put the slide open then I can hand it to you and then you can close the slide. And if I see, you okay. the clip and that's fine. But, okay. um, or even my, I've got some pump action shotguns. Yeah. If I hand it to you closed, you you know, take it. You'd be like, open it up, boom, make sure there's nothing in there, hand it to you. Right. That's the, I mean, that's what they train in hunter safety. And I think that's great. Those are the habits you want to be into, but that's not the habits that the most people have. That, well, especially if you haven't been around them, like if you've, if you've take if you took that course when you or were if you've talented, played with more nerf guns than you've had actual guns exactly yeah, yeah nerf guns video game i mean sure they're fun airsoft is a very big sport paintball was huge yes, when i was in yes. high school yeah. um those don't kill anybody and so people don't have the same level of safety of respect when they're yeah. around them yeah um and so yeah i mean and that's that's something where you see it all the time. And that's just like we talked about with that, that, yet that actor yes. screwing around with a handgun. You don't do that. Like yeah. if, if, if it's a metal gun, if it's, if something can fire out of it, even simulated, you don't, you don't fuck around yeah. with it. Yeah. Or you treat it with respect. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So going back to uh, your point there about you could have taken a course. I mean, it's, it's like, if I, I think I took one year of Spanish in high school. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a, that's a good, that's a good equivalent. Like taking, taking, taking that, uh, that what you're saying, I think that's a really good point, but couldn't the people and I'm being plain devil's advocate. Couldn't you say, well, that's on the individual 
to be respectful enough. Do you, you understand well, that? Hey, I'm 40. The last time I shot a gun, I was 12. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should know what I'm doing. Absolutely. That should be on them. But what we've seen is that it's not. No, no, I, I just. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was a dumb argument. <laughs> no, 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 but but the, but that's the kind of thing that a, a lot of people that people are on the say, other side of this argument they say that's on the person, man. If if they screw up and hurt themselves, that's on them. I'm like, I'm not worried about them hurting themselves. I'm yeah, <laughs> hurting somebody true. else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. It it it's a it's a polarizing conversation for sure. Yeah. Um, I just know that. I just. I know that what the way I'm going at it, I hope I'm going at it with as much respect as I can possibly put into it. Um, because I want to, I want to know what I'm doing because I feel like when somebody hands me a gun now, I like, I, I do this and, okay. and I, and I pretty much treat it like a vase, you yeah. know, like well, I don't like, want it to break it. And even what I mean by break house. it is I don't want it to go off. Yeah. You know, even in your house, I mean, I bought my, I bought my gun safe before I bought my gun. Right. I mean, I had, so that's, that that's the other out. question I have. Uh, so Ursula and I both talked about that. Like, okay, we got to talk about a safe or a mm -hmm. lock box. I'd get a safe. A I safe? mean, well, yeah, I mean, a lock box. Sure. I mean, okay. if it's one gun, you put it in a lock box and I would get a, uh, a biometric. Oh, so it only reads my. Yours and Ursula's fingerprints. Oh, I didn't even know they did that. I thought that was. Just, oh yeah, no, I thought no, that was just like fun action shit that that's nope, made up. That that's is for a, real. That's a for real thing, and they have different different styles. I mean, okay. And try, not that I've been in your bedroom that often, but <laughs> um, but you guys have nightstands, right? Yes, Even both sides of the bed. They've no, got, they've got one. them. Okay, well, whatever side that is, they've got them where you can actually screw it in the side of your nightstand so that it's there. You if know, you put need your, it. Put your put your finger on there and then it'll yeah. then it'll pop open. Okay. Like like mine now, because I don't have a biometric, I should have got one. I didn't foot the bill for it. I have like a it, you put your hand on it and you do like a fingerprint uh just like you do on your phone with your fingerprint almost. No, well, yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's how the yeah. biometrics work. But I mine's like a combination that you do with five fingers. Um and to me, that's like wasted time because like in in an emergency situation, am I going to remember a calm that comment? I'll probably that's a good point. Or a, figure, I'm going to sit there and go, where the hell's the key? Where's the hell is the key? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, you said uh, biometrical. Oh, Hey, also my brother's on, um, T A B K treat every, what is T A B K treat every firearm as if it were loaded. That's Yep, that's one of the first lessons he also okay. taught me. Like everyone, uh, always point the muzzle in a safe direction. He hit me for that one because I accidentally, uh, I, I was pointing it away from him, but actually went in the direction of the guy behind the counter. Uh, be certain of your target and what is in front and beyond because bullets go through things. Yep. Uh, and keep your finger outside the trigger guard until you're ready to shoot. And that's, he smoked me in the arm for that one. Um, Kurt, what is a TABK? I don't know what that means. Um, Cousin Clay says, I also don't think handguns should be available to people like they are. Everyone talks about AR-15s, but handguns are mainly meant for shooting people. Uh, they were, they are for self-defense, which is shooting people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the purpose of a handgun is to, is, is for defense. Like that's, okay. that's what that, I guess that makes sense. The, yeah. You don't bring the, a handgun hiking. Yeah, or I, I'm I mean, sorry, you don't bring a handgun hunting. Sorry. Yeah, the AR is 
people can hunt with those and they yes. do um i can't imagine shooting a deer with an hammer that would be just be i would almost think that's that's like overkill and well ar um or it's just somebody that round, always wanted to be like a special operator and i was going to so do it to a buck the the rounds that an ar uses or at least the one i shot are not real big i mean okay and so that's that has something to do with it but yeah. um i've only ever hunted deer with a shotgun uh first letter in each sentence from kurt's post t-a-b-k oh i got it okay what is it uh t okay t-a-b-k is t treat every firearm as if it were loaded a always point the muzzle in a safe direction b be certain of your target and k keep your keep your finger off the trigger guard um and these are the, my brother uh he is a, a certified uh instructor for like hunter safety so this is what they're teaching this is what they're teaching kids and this okay. is what i mean this is why i think you know what he's teaching those kids yeah anybody who's going in for a cc course unless you can prove that you've take, taken a class like that in the past three years you got to take it again like yeah, I, I, think, I, I think i think that yeah. should be an every 10 year kind of thing that you're gonna like sure get your cc license or even just buy a gun like right. if you're gonna buy a gun did you take this class yet? Okay, well, you're gonna have to take it. Right. It's available online right. for the most part. And then you got to do like maybe a practical or something like that, which I think every shooting club or whatever would be able to do that. Um, go do that. I mean, it's is it a hoop? Yes. But if you're serious about it, you're not gonna complain. Like yeah. you might complain, be like, ah oh, shit, I gotta go do this thing. All right, I gotta yeah. Nobody likes going to the DMV. But so but we all do but it. But it's gonna and stop this UVale guy, yeah, from going and buying two ARs and I had another thing that's a lot of money to drop like someone should have said here's an 18 year old with three grand or more that he's just dropping on a you know is that how much they cost ammo. each or total totally like last I checked they're like 15 a piece I think is what somebody had said that just doesn't seem like um, a lot to me for for a, a, a weapon like that hmm? and how much well, does a handgun run for it all, it all depends i mean there's it's a range depending on what you get yeah depending on what you get there's different styles um and if you if you want to get some of the fancy ones yeah that are that look real pretty i mean you can spend up well over two grand what what did arnold the nine millimeter with laser sighting yeah <laughs> get all the terminator reference folks terminator yeah. reference um uh, ar is just a semi-auto rifle the air multiple calibers yeah but i've never said and clay i've never seen an ar in like a 40 or a 45. okay so we're talking about 800 yeah. for like a glock uh yeah yeah okay yeah so i mean that's the other thing is is i don't, I don't know if a kid <clears throat> comes in with that kind of scratch and he's just dropping on a couple i would to yeah, me that, as the gun seller i'd be like hmm yeah maybe get? that's another thing you know what and, i'm saying and, like you know how they make bartenders kind of like hey you're at fault if that if you over you know if you over serve that gentleman he gets in a car accident don't they give him yeah i i, I remember when i was that. in my bar training that's something they kept hammering at me that like and that's there's something about that but i think i think there is um i think you got to be careful with that because in a bartending type of, type of situation, you can see where someone is getting, like you can right. count, like how many has this guy had tonight? How many, you know, we're starting to right. see him kind of 
get a right. little loopy or getting a little off his rocker where someone can walk into a, a, a gun shop wherever they're going to buy things from and put on a show that they're relatively calm for a couple hours or even, you know, if it's not busy. No, no, no. I'm talking about in reference to an 18 year old with $3,000 buying two of these. But that's, I, you know, I know I said it was, it should be a red flag, but at the same time, the argument I made with someone online this week was, I don't know how, how off that is because Oh, that's looking a good at, point. Looking at know. jobs yeah. now, I mean, Target. You're right, you're right Target. Um, yeah. Target's hiring teenagers at 16 an hour. And if they're working a weekend or a late night shift, they get a shift premium where they can be making up to 20 an hour. So a kid with no other bills, because he's living at home with mom and dad. Right. I think you could get 1500 pretty quick if you're working all the time. You know, if you're pulling summer jobs, and okay, I, yeah, I, I, like I see where you're going with that. So it's sometimes it wouldn't be hard to get the money. I guess the red Correct. flag would be like, what does an 18 year old need two AR fifth? What are the AR what AR AR 15s? Yeah, what does two? What does an 18 year old need two AR 15s for? Yeah, but and, I get, and you know again, what? he's in he was in Texas. Like yeah, in that, in that, in that the thing in Texas, kind of a like, culture thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was gonna say, so maybe I'm off thinking that way. I. And that's why, that's why I think there needs, this is where I'm looking for that standardization. This is where I'm looking for, you know, as a whole, there's a waiting period. It's going to be, and I don't, I don't know if two days is enough. Um, and you've got to complete a class and yeah. you've got to have, you know, and I think, yes, a psychological evaluation and it, we're not infringing on your rights because you can still get one. Yeah. If you do these things, it yeah. is fine. You can do yeah. this. Now, and I think it has to be a federal mandate because state to state, it's going to be all over the place. Yeah, you're right. Going back to how you and I talked about it, how like maybe it should be kind of handled like the the DMV in terms of a license and going back every, who's going to enforce that? I mean, the only way you could enforce that is by walking up to a door and knocking on it and saying, hey, we sent you a mail about that you're expired you know, well, it's, that I, your license is expired. You know, are you going to go do that? Or like, I get, you could create, I guess the, what the tobacco and firearm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Commission would have to be. Yeah. Almost going that, door to door. Well, and here's, I'm saying here's if, if again, you don't renew that. Right. And here's right. the complicated piece is that we have so many gun owners in this country. Right. Who, yeah. Who, who gets grandfathered in, who doesn't, and how do we work that piece where, you know, are they going to start going back through serial numbers and saying, you have a gun? Yeah. And they're going to, yeah. Okay. Do you have a permit for that gun? You know, I mean, that can be handed down. It can be. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I know guys that have bought guns from gun shows. There's no record that they own that gun. Oh, really? Sure. I mean, oh. that's, that, that's part of the other issue is like, this is how, that, this is how green I am with this yeah, whole, that there's the, the idea that if you go to some of these gun shows where they're not doing background checks and they yeah. want, they have to do, I mean, cause it's just, it's like going to a comic shop. There's no receipt at the end of that. You, that you bought this one comic. They don't know how you got it. Um, and there's, you can do that with, you know, certain, certain kinds of weapons. Mm. Wow. Okay. I, I had no idea that you could do that. That's why, 
I guess why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why can you do that? Because it's the Second Amendment in this country. Second Amendment allows it. So, okay. All right. so that's, and that's where it, we get into this gray area, which I I appreciate both sides. I really do. But if it comes down to, you got to wait a little longer, and go through some extra stuff versus another school shooting, I'm okay with it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, right, if man. the if the apocalypse happens or if the country breaks down, people are going to be looting gun shops anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. That's it's, true. It's, gonna, it's yeah. not really going to matter. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Anybody else on the on the chat line? Thank you yeah, for we, giving yes, your thank um, thank you for everybody for yeah. for chiming in on this. And I know like if we if we did more of a roundtable discussion where we invited a bunch of our listeners in and really wanted to have a discussion, it, it could get heated, it could be hurt feelings. And so that's why John and I just decided to kind of keep this with the two of us. But we do value everyone's opinion and keep up the discussion going. And again. We're, we're not doing this to piss anybody off or get mad. We're, we're getting to the point where where's, where's that line where if you want a gun, you can have it, but we need to decrease the amount of gun violence in this country. Like that is, there's facts to that. Yeah. We get, we got to slow down the school shootings. We got to, we're not even slow down. We should stop the school shootings and no, you don't want to arm the teachers. I think that's a terrible idea. Me too. Yeah. Those folks can't are buying their own school supplies to educate your kids, and you want them to be able to have a handgun in the classroom. It's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's well said. And just jumping out or adding to the not having people on here and having a roundtable, we've had like some serious conversations over Star Trek and Star Wars. So something that silly that we can get up like when something this serious of a conversation, we like to keep it to. Uh, like yes, like Greg said, you know, yeah. no hurt, no hurt feelings, um, and have have the civil conversation. Like, don't get mad. Don't think because I have a different opinion, I think you're an asshole. Because yeah, don't. somewhere along the line, that became like a, a line crosser. Like yeah, it, and it and it's it's kind of silly too because like it's almost like if Greg and I were mortal enemies simply because he liked the green Bay Packers and I like the bears. Yeah. Like, like that's silly. And I don't somewhere along the line, like there became this, you have a different opinion than me, then you suck and you're an enemy. Yeah. And that can't happen, man. Like that doesn't or, make or, any sense. Or they, they put it on themselves. I'm like, Oh, you have a you just must think I'm an asshole. Then I'm like, no. Yeah, exactly. Or not I'm really. a shithead because I think this way. No, yeah. I'm just, no, nope. you know, not at all. We're discussing. So, yeah, I think uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good time to leave it at that. We solved no problems tonight. But no, hey, no, no. I got educated though. So that helps me out more. <laughs> Cousin so. Clay does say it's hard to take a Bears fan seriously, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 85, it wasn't. And I'm going to call it now. This is going to be fun. Um, this. Uh, uh packers opening day yes is that the uh, opening day i believe it is i, I think thought they're the taking on the niners opening day oh you know what maybe i'm wrong then maybe but early early or no late september second game. week second week so okay so week two game week two is the, is the home game packers bears and john and i are going we're going to be on the 40 yard line 
Uh, I'm going to be surrounded by Bears fans because he's got family coming up, but I think it's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah, it'll be a fun time. It'll be a great time. Uh, September 18th. I don't know if that's the second or not. I have no idea if that's the second game. Or I am not, I am skipping a beer fest to go to this game. Oh, <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah, there's a there's awesome. an uh, early October fest. That's, Speaking uh, of, of beer, videos. I've been really into Blue Moon lately. I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, Blue Moon's like, great. And now, now I'm like how I've been with whiskeys. Now I'm like with beer. I'm like trying all these different beers. I'm going, yeah, no, yeah, well, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I've cut sugar out for so long, and then just a couple of weekends ago, somebody brought me a truly, truly lemonade. Just okay. You know, it, it's it's a hard seltzer. Just dove into it. Oh, I <laughs> dove into it pretty hard. I was like, oh, this is so good. What's the alcohol comment? Holy shit. It's like 5.8. Yeah. So yeah, no, it is a good time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh, hey, maybe everybody else can help me out in Wisconsin. Oh. Right I am looking for this beer and I cannot find it in Illinois. You still find Ballast Point? Yes. I can't find that. I guess it's supposed to have 7% alcohol in there. Is it really? I guess. I've had, I've had a couple. It's okay. I didn't think it was anything to write home about. So it's not okay. So it's not a big deal. Well, you might like it. I am. I, I don't. Count- like? Do you remember what it tastes like at all? Beer. <laughs> it was. <laughs> all right. It was. Uh, I thought it was harsh. I thought the the hops in it were pretty harsh, if I recall. Okay. And right. it could have just been the one I had. Maybe I had their IPA or something like that, and I was unaware. But okay. I'll keep hunting. I'll see what happens. I used to have a guy that would bring me beer from all over the place, and he unfortunately passed. But uh, yeah, he would get lots of lots of sample stuff. Cool. All right, man. Do you want to end it the way you usually end it or no? Well, you know, this whole conversation that we had tonight, I think really uh, we've talked about it enough um, that you can have these conversations with people and, <laughs> and sit down and don't go into it like you're just ready to put up your put up your shields and ready to defend, defend, defend. Go in there and try to get to know their opinion. Where are they coming from? Why do they think the way they do? That's going to lead to a deeper understanding. Now you can still disagree with them. And while you're doing that, you're not douchey about it. If you're asking questions, it's not douchey. You're right. not and don't douche. ask questions to, to set them up. Nope. Like that's a bad a- idea. Active listening. Yes. Take in what they're saying. Don't yeah. just wait for your turn to talk, which right. is I think how a lot of people argue. Yeah, I agree with you. So for the Greg, this is Johnny saying thank you, every, uh, everybody, for listening. Thank you for those of you that uh, chatted with us on the call. Yes, I appreciate guys. it. Greg appreciates it. Everybody have a good week. Take care. Podcast out, everybody. Take care. Hey, See you.